Come with me if you want to podcast. Welcome to Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they can travel through time into the future and save us from watching bad movies again. I'm Nick. I, I gotta clear my throat. Hold on. <clears throat> I'm Brett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm Sam. <laughs> and I'm Ash. <laughs> I thought you were doing a Beastie Boys thing. Excuse me while Did the Beastie I Beastie Boys write throat? the theme song to the Terminator? No, but didn't they do the clear my throat thing? Or am I so, completely remembering something so wrong? So Brett's making... Hey, let's watch Terminator, you guys. <laughs> or we, we should actually refer to it by its proper name, The Terminator. Really? It's <laughs> The is, Terminator? It's it's a The movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just always thought it was Terminator. Yeah, on the poll, it should have been The Running Man as well. Oh, that's well, why nobody I voted for it? that you gave me. Oh, I might have just not wrote the... So what... What did this movie beat out? Running Man, The Last Action Hero, and shoot, what was the oh, uh, Predator? Like oh, only this was all just narrowly. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it was all Arnold movies. Um, because we figured Happy Thanksgiving will keep up with the tradition of doing action films for Thanksgiving. As you'll remember, last year we did the substitute, Nick. And I you thought you just wanted it. to watch a big Austrian turkey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> be nice to Arnold. <laughs> if I did, I would have watched Kindergarten Cup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm fair. I thought Terminator and Predator would be pretty close. Um, but I think it's a it's a real crime that we're, we're probably never going to get to watch Last Action Hero on this because uh like I keep telling you idiots, you can just choose a movie if you want to watch it. Not if we keep doing these polls with better known but not as good movies. Well, you can do polls and also occasionally choose a movie that you want. This is true. We should do that sometime. Just be like, "Haha, audience. Loud. You thought you had a say." Now, if if there was an option to watch Predator the musical, I would have been all over that. Oh no. That's what? a thing. <laughs> Have you guys not seen Predator the Musical? It's very no. good. Yeah, what? You need to go onto YouTube as soon as possible and search for Predator the Musical. Wow. I think it's glorious. I think it requires some like viewing of the Predator, though. I don't think Sam's seen it. I have not seen Predator. Oh. Ash, have you seen Predator? Yes, we watched Predator together okay. in 3D. Oh. Remember? I think so. I bought... Well, Bryce bought a right. 3D TV, and then we went and we're like, we're going to watch all the 3D movies. And then we realized there were like 10 that you could buy, <laughs> and Predator was one of them. But it's pretty great in 3D. Got to check out Great. the musical. We must have watched Predator the musical after that. And well, you just I don't think so. It. So this is from 1984. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, this would have been Mr. James Cameron's second major motion picture. The first, of course, was I. Oh, man, I thought it was this I one. To be honest, that. Yeah. No, you guys don't remember Piranha Two? 
No. <laughs> oh, gosh. What? what? No. Yep. He directed Piranha 2 and then Terminator. Um, so that's that's what we're but dealing not, with here. Not Piranha 1. No, which was funny. I, I was out of curiosity. I went and looked. And that was directed by Joe Dante. So the Piranha movies had like real directors somehow. Weird. I've never seen them. I, I've never seen them. I'm I've assuming seen, like, they're not clips. good. I mean, I can't judge, but... I, I wouldn't have expected them to be good. Yeah, I've never seen yeah. one either. So in my mind, James Cameron at this point in history, irrationally, is like the sequel guy. Oh. You know, because it was clearly the, the most famous Terminator is Terminator 2 for some reason. Yep. Yes. That, yeah. The same That's as Mighty Ducks. That's the only one I've seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe James Cameron did that one. I'm just I don't kidding. Think so. But he also directed Aliens. Yeah. Oh. Shortly after this. Everyone loved Titanic too. <laughs> oh. You know that's a movie and I've seen part of it. Oh, God. oh no. How under the influence of substances were you? Pretty heavily. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad movie. Is it like is it a sequel? Is it like intending to be a sequel to the James Cameron movie? Uh no, it's like it's like modern day uh, and like some rich asshole decides he's going to rebuild the Titanic. Mm. And it's basically on the level of like Sharknado, but like bad, the bad. I mean, yes, Sharknado's bad, but I was just saying. A bad version of Sharknado. That's awesome statement. Like Sharknado can still be entertaining. This was just bad. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Is it like a zombie so, movie where like the ghosts of drowned peasants attack rich cruise ship snobs? I didn't get very far because it like was teetering on the edge of becoming a porno. So Oh my. <laughs> oh god. I mean it wasn't a porno, but I'm just saying it's one of those movies that could have like easily if people just started taking off their clothes and fucking it it had about <laughs> the same amount of plot as a porno is my point. I can't imagine how many movies wouldn't feel like a porno if that happened. <laughs> I mean that's that's the decision moment. Like that's Oh my like, that's god, what makes... it's Titanic. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Don't hit an iceberg. <laughs> so, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in this movie. He is. You, you guys know about Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was our governor. Yeah. yeah, how do you, you know, I was How do you go from the governor to a, like a action movie star? Money. What? Wait. <laughs> it was the other way around, you know well, that. Now right? it's that way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was in Austria recently and they really like this dude. Oh, really? Like, it wasn't even his hometown or anything. And I went into this bar and there's pictures all over the place of Schwarzenegger. Wow. So, is he like the one famous Austrian person? Is uh, there another? I mean, modern day. I mean, is I think Mozart's Austrian? Yeah. yeah. See, this is so this is the game of the episode. Name another Austrian. <laughs> Name another Austrian. Uh, was it Archduke Ferdinand? Oh goodness, I just I don't was remember. All right, about this. The Habsburgs. <laughs> um. So yeah, Schwarzenegger. So this was pretty early in Schwarzenegger's career. This was nestled right between the Conan movies 
This is actually the same year as Conan the Destroyer. And then Red Sonja and Commando were the next year. So Hugh's having a busy couple of years. I was just going to say, this is like prime time, right? And this is, I think, some of the core stuff that we remember him from. I was going to say, Commando is like one of the other top tier, highly remembered Arnold movies. Yeah, a couple a couple of people on Twitter suggested Commando, actually. Yeah, I think it's pretty great, but like in a world when I can watch Terminator in or a world. Predator, why am I watching Commando? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel. Because Brett wanted Running Man to win, so if I put Commando in. But would it? Well, I guess Predator like, would have won. I'm like, I'm not saying shit about your, your poll, I'm just saying in general. Oh, right. Like, why bother with Commando? See, if we ever do, like, another, you know, what's the B-tier Arnold movies? Because I think Running Man is in the B-tier for sure. Yeah. Uh, It would be Running Man and Commando and uh, uh, The Sixth Day, which I think, did we put that in this one? Oh, God. No, we didn't. And maybe Eraser or End of Days. This sounds like fabulous words to use in a, like, Mad Lib. <laughs> I mean, Running Man is the, the only Commando thing here that I want to see. You don't want to see Eraser? It's kind of like no. the Terminator, except he just erases people. That must take a while. I mean, erasers aren't very big. So what does he start at the foot and then... He's got a very, up? very big, high-powered eraser. Well. So is he an eracist? <laughs> <laughs> So we also get some Michael Bean, who I only remember from James Cameron movies. He's in Aliens, he's in Abyss, he's in Terminator. Hmm. Uh, Linda Linda Hamilton, and the only thing that I can remember her from, aside from this, is Beauty and the Beast. The animated, or? It's not the Disney thing, it was a TV series. Gotcha. Uh, Ron Perlman was the Beast. Wait, that's Ron Perlman? Yeah. What? It's like modern day in the city. You now have Sam's sort of deal. Weird. Yeah. I don't think I've seen or heard of this thing. And then one more quasi-interesting actor, in, in my mind, interesting actor, who was in a bunch of Cameron movies around that time. And as I understand it, was the original plan that he would play the Terminator. Do you Ooh. guys know who it is? Oh, I feel like you told me this. I feel before. like I think you did. Is it the guy from Highlander? No. Okay. The the villain from Highlander. All right, that's my guess. Didn't but that that reminds like did we talk about that? There was something there. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. That plugged into Terminator and like he was pals with Sting and Sting got him the job and no, it was that they wanted Schwarzenegger for Kurt. Oh, oh, Couldn't oh, oh. get Schwarzenegger. Oh. And somehow Sting like recommended, hey, you guys should talk to Clancy Brown. He's a tall guy. <laughs> pretty yeah. pretty solid decision there. <laughs> yeah. He, he likes out. pretending to be a murderer. He'd be great. No, can you see Lance Henriksen as the Terminator? Who dat? I have no idea who that is. Oh, God. <laughs> um, he was the android bishop in Aliens. I don't remember hmm. aliens. Oh, oh my god, he's been in things. <laughs> you know Lance Hendrickson. I believe you. Our audience knows Lance Hendrickson. Why am I podcasting with you people? <laughs> so Lance Hendrickson's in this, and uh, he was also Bishop in uh, Aliens. Oh, there you go. So here's my question for you guys: What is your favorite Terminator movie? 
Dose. Hmm. Sam, Wait. here's a follow-up question. How many Terminator movies have you seen? Dose. Three. No, <laughs> no. I've seen three. What was the third one? The newer-ish one where they CG'd Arnold's butt in. Oh, yeah. I hmm? think oh. that's Genesis. It's the one that came out while he was governor. Yeah. No. Or like right before, like while right he was after. running. Or right after. He wasn't like in it. He, he, they just put his butt in it. Hmm? Well, they CG'd him in it and he was naked. He was all CG Arnold. Oh. Yeah. I was like, how do you know it's his butt? It's if, not. It's a CG <laughs> butt. You don't see. I think that was Salvation. The oh, one with, yeah. Um, that, that sounds, sounds right. right. Yeah. With um, uh, Batman. What's his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Wait, what? Huh. That was Christian Bale. I don't remember. The the Terminators took a weird turn into terrible. Um, they've gone they've gone down some really weird roads. Yeah the the last one Genesis I thought was pretty offensive. I didn't even see that one. I, I skipped you, it completely. Was that the one with the chick from Game of Thrones? Yes. Gotcha. I didn't see that either. Yeah. So they. I mean, there's a different guy playing John Connor in every movie, mm. except John Connor. Well, who? Which? Wait, who hasn't seen this movie? Me. Ash hasn't seen this movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I think Genesis did a pretty inexcusable turn on a very important character, but that doesn't matter. We're watching the first <laughs> one. I think it's this thing where, like, John Connor, the Terminator movies are a vehicle around which to run from. Or, par- you know, party down with a Terminator. <laughs> and the whole, like, focusing on other characters, like John Connor, it was a mistake. We should not... I don't care about John Connor. I get it. He did the thing. Like, whatever. I want more Terminator I, all the time. Isn't he the most important thing in the second movie? He's the he's the MacGuffin. Sure. So, No. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's robot heart of gold is is the the point of the movie. I don't know. I think you're downplaying him oh, a little man. too much. Robot heart of gold is another great band name. So good. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> so I guess the the bigger question here is: Are you excited about Untitled Terminator reboot coming in 2019? What again? <laughs> <laughs> I there's a lot of new information coming out here. I hope they like bad dream away the last several movies well if they're calling it reboot does that mean that means they're starting over right yeah like they're not even talking about the old movies yeah that would be that would be interesting because there's so much like quality content i feel like in at least two and i remember this one Like, it had yeah. a strong start. So, like, do you reboot the whole thing, or do you just reboot from where things started to go wrong? Well, I think Terminator, and to a lesser extent, Star Trek, have a real problem, which is once 1999 comes and goes in the real world, the story kind of falls apart, mm. right? <laughs> right, because they didn't put it enough in the future. Yeah, it's like Judgment Day is, I think, sometime in 1999. Mm-hmm. So either the world is destroyed or it's not, isn't it? And then it's you earlier. Keep than making 99. movies after that. Well, we're about to find out, I think. But yeah, we 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 live in a Skynet society. We kind of do live in a Skynet society a little bit. Yeah. Well, let's see if a self-aware computer starts launching nuclear bombs. <laughs> well, 
Let's see if Alexa will do it. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do it. <laughs> Just nobody asked before, that's all. <laughs> I mean, if Trump said the, the nuke codes around his Alexa, would she know them? So what are we expecting? Are we expecting just crazy Arnold action stuff? Or what are you guys expecting to get out of this? Ash, am I the only person it. who hasn't seen it? Hmm? Am I the only person who hasn't seen it? I think so. Oh. You're literally the only person who hasn't seen this movie. <laughs> Babies are <laughs> being born and they've seen this movie. <laughs> they watch it in the womb. Yep. <laughs> uh. I'm expecting a lot of Arnold, which is good. Uh, I'm expecting a lot of 80s because I did watch part of the trailer. Mm. I didn't watch the whole trailer, but I was like, wow, this looks very, very 80s. But I'm hoping it's good. Somebody on Twitter told me not to expect high quality budget. So I don't know about that, but I'm hoping it's a good 80s film. We'll see. The only you, I think you unintentionally insinuated something that I don't think you would want to insinuate, which is bad low lower budget doesn't make it a bad movie. Right. Right. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. They just yeah. said don't expect the high budget that the sequels had. Yeah. Um specifically because I said I'd never seen the original. Yeah. In fact, I, I think it's pretty astounding how well they can tell a story with such high concept science fiction on a budget of like $325. What? That was their budget? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my exaggeration. Arnold got paid in power bars. Uh, I'm I'm thinking specifically of like Terminator 3 cuz that was the one mm-hmm. I remember having some really egregious like we spent a lot of money on a few of these sequences and it did not help. Like mm. Mm, it was it was ugly money. So I, <laughs> you're saying money doesn't make it good. Yeah, well, I think there was a, the lack obviously. of funds, like really added maybe to the creative draw. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know quite what to expect because the only one I've seen, I think, is the second one, and I don't know if we're also counting the Terminator ride. <laughs> Gone on the Terminator ride. The, the live what action Terminator. Universal. Is it still there? I don't know. I I was just wondering that because yeah, we went. I don't think it's there because I was there recently. I don't remember it being there. Oh. There's a Transformers. Maybe they swapped it out. No, and it wasn't by Transformers. It was a theater experience. It, yeah. Uh, I, I think they're remodeling that area right now. I think it might be over. Oh, okay. By the way, when in Hollywood, California, be sure to visit Universal Studios and stay the fuck away from the Transformers ride. <laughs> like, that, oh. that ride was designed to hurt you. <laughs> the it's Transformers just, or the... Uh, how did that the, ride... Did that ride hurt you emotionally, Nick? <laughs> no, it, it hurt my frontal cortex by trying to bend my eyeballs in ways they're not supposed to bend. While shaking my body in very uncomfortable ways, so that one's not bad. So it's just a bad experience. By by going on the Transformers ride so many times, I think I'm starting to understand the appeal of Transformers. Oh my God! No, stop! And that, stop let, let right me, now! Let me hit stop. you with this because no. that, you're describing brain trauma. Stop. <laughs> 
No, it's it's this thing where I still don't like it. However, we've gone on the Transformers ride every time we've gone to Universal Studios for like four plus years now. And, That's so dumb. Uh, and me and Sam have season passes, so we go on it every time we go with the season pass. And Extra dumb. It, it's It's this <laughs> thing where I thought it was fucking terrible the first time. But then every time you go on it, I th- you kind of like you pay attention to different parts, and there's so much garbage on screen that if you're actually looking for different stuff, you'll always find something different to look at because there's just nothing to focus on. So I can imagine fucking Michael Bay like looking at the original Transformers mock-ups and being like, yeah, that's a lot of shit to look at. And like that was the whole <laughs> appeal is he just likes looking at a lot of shit. It's like a magic eye. I think Sam is visibly dying. I'm just, I'm <laughs> trying to subject you to an awkward pause here. <laughs> I, I have nothing to add to that. I completely disagree with the Transformers. It's, right. it's, it's a garbage, garbage dump of a magic eye. Okay. First off, okay, let's back enough. up to the first time you rode that ride. You were ecstatic, and you said, it was really good. It was a pretty good ride. I'm so, that was awesome. They spray you with water. Uh, why? Every universal ride and has to spray you with fucking water. Why? And it's supposed to be like engine oil, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. not a fine mist. It's like, like just it's like like in your face. thick. <laughs> yeah, it's a thick water. Ugh. 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 <laughs> Ugh. So gross. You don't know where that water's been. Maybe they just collect it throughout the park. You know, it wasn't as bad as the uh, the tram ride, though. And they just like unloaded, just blast so you in the much. face into my eyeballs every time. Ugh. Did you guys do the uh, Waterworld? No, that's the one thing I've never done. God. Don't even talk to me about water in the face until you've done Waterworld. <laughs> oh well, we're definitely not going to do it now. You need to do it, smokers. I have to say. That I kind of, I kind of agree with Nick. The ride did not physically hurt me, but it was so fucking loud. It was hard to be enjoyable. Yeah, so loud. Though the first time I rode it, I sat in the front row, and the speakers aren't like right in your ear. And I was like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting." I liked it a lot more the first time I wrote it, but the second time I was like, this is not enjoyable. I just don't understand people riding this ride more than once. It's just the dumbest thing. God. It's hot outside, you- and that ride is inside. <laughs> Baby, it's hot outside. Hey, Brett, what are you expecting from Terminator? Man, I kind of... Not, not Transformers. <laughs> I, I kind of hit my recap a little early there. Uh, which is Terminator is an excuse to run from or buddy up with the, the Terminator. And this is, um, unlike the other series installments, this one has, uh, the distinct feature of being actually a horror movie and not an action movie. This is a, this is an intense movie. If I remember correctly, um, then why did you let me put it on the poll? It was supposed to be horror or action movies. It's. I mean, well, it can be both. It's both, but this and, is scary action. <laughs> and I think it's it's interesting to compare that to Aliens. And we've had this conversation. What's fascinating about Aliens is it's a completely different movie from Alien. Mm-hmm. Completely different style of movie. Yeah. And you kind of get that with Terminator and Terminator Two. Hmm. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to watching this. I I don't think I in my memories I don't put this above Terminator Two, because um, mm. I think there's just a lot to like in the story of the second one. Uh, but I think this is a pretty good thriller like horror movie. So I haven't seen one in a while that I've really been into, and I remember being super into this. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What do you think, Samwise? I've seen it, and I don't remember a lot of it. Interesting. So, yeah. Good sign. And, like, what I remember, I think, is from the second one. I don't know. I just remember the one with the guy who would become, I think there was the guy who would become liquid, and then he falls into the vat of lava, and he does, like, the thumbs up while he's melting. That's the second one, right? Boy, that's a weird mishmash, but yeah. Yeah, you need to go back and watch (laughs) that movie, because it's a lot better than the flimsy details you're you're gripping onto. Well, that's all I remember. I, I I remember a lot of cheesy eighties music, and huh. yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Well, I want to lay this on you guys because when we started recording, I was saying like I don't really know what to say about this movie, like interesting trivia or anything. So let's talk about Transformers. <laughs> but I do want to say I think this movie is fucking fantastic. Oh, this is a. An excellent movie that I'm excited to watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is. It's far more intelligent and more fun than just, you know, a Schwarzenegger action movie. Than just a guy who turns into liquid and like a thumbs up at the end. <laughs> that is better than that. Also, what's better than that description is Terminator 2. Uh, it's much better than that. Because there's a lot more nuance to it than what you just described. Yeah, as and um, with Terminator with Terminator Two, you get Sarah Connor, which is oh, like so she's not in this. The one? dopest shit. Uh, oh, actually, I don't remember. No, All right? Maybe I don't know. I can't remember. I'm not going to answer the question. Place the bet. Place the bet. I'm. Well, I mean, I know the answer to the this. question. I'm not going to. I'm going <laughs> to let you guys just dangle because you're about to enjoy the movie. But I I do want to bring up this conversation. I don't know if we've had it on the podcast. I think we did. Is there a legitimately scary movie that is intended to be a scary movie? That we've done on the podcast or just ever? Yeah, because the answer, if it's ever, is there's lots of scary movies. Brett, you might have brought this up. Like, you know, there's like scary movies that actually end up being funny but but scary movies that are earnest, trying to be scary, that are legitimately scary, are a bit rare. And it's it's weird because in recent decades, people have taken to uh, like torture porn, gore stuff, and called that scary. Jump scares. And I think that's yeah. a different category. Like if mm. if you're uncomfortable because it's gross, I don't think that's the same as scary. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So my prediction of this movie is that in 1984, this was that. Okay. I don't expect you to watch this movie right now and be pooping your pants because the the age on it and you've seen other movies and I, I don't think it's going to scare the shit out of you. So you're saying this is supposed to be like The Exorcist? Um, Completely different style and story. But if if you can just try to put – 
a little bit of good faith into this movie and try to put yourself in that frame of mind of this being a new idea and it being 1984. Mm -hmm. I think that this legitimately has some scary shit in it. Okay. So that's just what I'll say. And we'll see if I'm wrong. I hope you're right. I really want you to be right. I want me to be right. So this is available on HBO Go, but I don't think it's available on any Netflix or Hulus. But of course, you could rent it on iTunes or Google Play. So we are going to pause the recording and check out The Terminator. You just heard the music of Keyboard Cat. I think we need to address the elephant in the room that this movie stole a lot from the Hydraulic Press Channel. (laughs) Brett was going to make that same joke. You beat him to it. I win. (laughs) Hello, welcome to the Hydraulic Press Channel. Today we will find out if the Hydraulic Press can crush what's inside Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) So, I learned something about Ash. What? <laughs> in this movie. What what's that? Brett, Sam, I don't I, I'm trying to think of the best way to to phrase this question in which I can like effectively I don't know ridicule Ash. If I should be offended? Um, would you say that this is the movie where I'll be back comes from? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the oh. only one. Are you Thank not aware you. that Arnold says that in literally every movie? No, I was not. No, I was I was not. Yeah, what? But I looked it up and he's right. <laughs> he says it in like every movie. You can find on YouTube clips, even from The Running Man. There's a clip of him <laughs> saying it. <laughs> oh, man. None really? of you guys ever... Yes. Noticed or acknowledge the fact that he says that in every single movie? You have to understand, I haven't seen that many Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Like, and, like the ones I've seen, I think, are mostly the comedy ones, and I don't think he says it in those. Oh, I think he does. Does he really? Oh, yeah. Does he say it in Kindergarten Cop? Oh, what I'm about quite Jingle sure? All the Way? Jingle All the Way, no doubt. I mean, that's what he does, huh. especially the comedies. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess it's like his personal Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I heard that he does have things written into his contract for like mm. specific lines. I had I no get, idea. I get to add one line no matter where I want to put it. Yeah, just this one. What was that accent? It was I, Arnold. I Arnold. <laughs> it was Arnold place, as man. a vampire. <laughs> oh, I would so see that movie. I, oh my God. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. I want to see the supercut, and I'm going to try to find it of him saying "I'll be back" in every single movie. Yeah, oh, it's it's got to be on the YouTube's. Speaking of amazing YouTube's, we looked it up, and there's a Terminator Two the musical as well. So you should you oh my. should watch what? it. Terminator Two Opera. Opera. Oh, sorry. It's and I don't know why, because uh, they call it Predator the musical, but they call it Terminator Two Opera. But they're from the same guy. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So did you guys notice Bill Paxton in the beginning? No. No. What? He's one of the, the guys at Griffith Observatory who's where he stole the clothes. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he was one of the three like yeah. punk kids? Yeah. The other one where Arnold pulled his heart out or punched his stomach or whatever, that dude is like a goon in a lot of movies. <laughs> I'm a professional goon. He, he kind <laughs> you, of is. You can see my resume. Yeah, I kind of want to look him up because I know I've seen him in a lot. Hey, Cali mod the shit out of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> How disappointing would it be to be a professional goon and not get a role in Goonies? <laughs> <laughs> That's different. <laughs> so I learned something interesting in this movie, too, that apparently people can outrun semi trucks? Question mark. Well, you've got to remember those trucks take a long time to get moving. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I, they, it takes they might have that long. That. Yeah, also, it just ran over a Terminator, so maybe it's not functioning at a hundred percent. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, it, it definitely stretches credibility here and there, but generally, I, I feel surprised at how I don't think grounded is the right word, but yeah. like real and tangible this movie feels well there's some uh, amazing action sequences for yeah. sure like i wish james cameron made more action films like this because mm. i just feel like so what you want is more avatar movies no that's no no <laughs> no i guess that's an action film but no like this <laughs> like car chase like he's he was really good at car chase action scenes and i yes. kind of noticed there's like there's common ingredients you know in the way that everything at taco bell is made of the same things <laughs> okay this movie Go and terminator on. 2 are made of uh semi trucks motorcycles shotguns mm -hmm. leather jackets like yeah, those are sunglasses. the ingredients dark sunglasses uh headbands yeah like desert landscapes bad prosthetic heads I don't know. Is that in the second I think there's one? a better one yeah. in Terminator 2. Okay. Yeah, higher quality prosthetics, but still. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting you know, to see the similar ingredients. The uh, That scene where Arnold jumps on the car and punches through the window is like a fucking carbon copy of the the, the same thing that's in Ter Terminator 2 uh, with the T-1000 yeah. climbing on with his silver arms of doom. I, I oh. really like that there's so many parallels like that, like intentional parallels yeah because it, it thinking about it it doesn't feel like he was just rehashing in terminator 2 it was like the same scenario but like diff with with purposeful differences that really yeah, yeah it's i don't know it's it's really great because i see a lot of movies where it's like oh this is the same fucking thing again but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't work like that with this it's it's new well, it boils down to that incredible scene in terminator 2 where arnold terminator is walking down the hallway at the mental hospital and he says come with me if you want to live oh and that is so powerful like if you love this movie and then watch terminator 2 and it's that's the whole thing you're talking about brett through the whole movie did we talk about this previously and in, in one of our uh, other episodes about how uh, I, I feel like you told me this, Nick, the, the Terminator 2 uh, was originally they hid that that Arnold was the good guy. Oh, yeah. You don't know until that moment that that he's there to help her. Yeah. And so that's that's the big reveal that Arnold's not there to fucking kill everyone. But it's yeah. like, is it like 30 minutes into the movie? Yeah, it's pretty deep. Yeah. Wow. 
and just uh, Linda Hamilton's reaction to that is just like this. She's losing her grip on reality and this panic and. Yeah, Interesting. That's such they, a great scene. They had the same psychologist in the second one, too. Yeah. Oh, that was great because that guy's <laughs> walking out of the police station and Ash is like, all right, that's that guy's he's about gonna to get die. dead. He's dead. And, and then, then Arnold the walks in walks and she's like, yep, him. he's about to get dead. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this, uh, no, you don't remember him from the second movie? Uh, speaking of walking past the Terminator, I love that guy in the hallway where the Terminator walks past him and he's just like, God damn. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, that reminded me of the guy in the original Superman movie when he sees Superman, he's like, man, Jim, that is one bad outfit. <laughs> it reminded me of the guy in that Rick and Morty episode that we just watched the, the dude, yeah. the mopping day. Yeah. <laughs> noob, noob. <laughs> Noob noob. <laughs> See, Rick and Morty has become your Futurama. Yeah. So I'm giving you a lot of shit, but I do want to come out and give you credit for the fact that you totally predicted early on that Kyle was John oh. Connor's father. It was so obvious. Did you think so? Oh, yeah. I it mean, to me, it's obvious. obvious because I've seen this too many times and I don't know what is original thought and mm. what's I've seen it before. But I thought you called that pretty, pretty early. Yeah, I don't think it's obvious. It wasn't to me the first time. I mean, I found it really obvious. I think maybe it's obvious because for storytelling standards today, it just felt really telegraphed. Mm. Like like it's it's the obvious thing to do now because I feel like maybe I've seen that sort of done before you know mm. as well, it's like the uh it's the tv writing puzzle pieces you know like, yeah like she has she doesn't have a kid yet and she's not pregnant but here's a male character exactly <laughs> yeah it was just really and and like the fact that they set up pretty early on she was like well who is his dad and he's like oh i don't know he didn't really talk about him he wasn't really around and it's like okay well it's him and he's going to die and it's just like yeah. i knew that like pretty pretty early on you know I, and i do take issue with the fact that this motherfucker is like i just saw a picture of you but i'm in love with you it's yeah. like come on if he lived with his son his whole life who just talked up his mother to him Mm-hmm. Like he probably feels like he knows her, you know? I mean, there's a big hinging factor here. If John knows that Kyle is his father, it makes sense for him to give him that photo. Yeah. If mm-hmm. he does not know that he's his father, he just gave some dude a picture of his mom. Yeah, that would be, well, be weird. It's a little creepy. Yeah, I think well, it's I, like this celebrity worship thing. Like there's mm. some people who are just like, oh my God, such and such celebrity in love. And like, that's I yeah. Mean, eh, ask anybody for a picture of their mom. I don't <laughs> no, care how I've, famous <laughs> they are. You cannot ask somebody for a picture of their mom. Dude, that must like he's got to know. Like at the end of this movie, she's like, "If I don't tell you, then you won't send him back." Like sh- she's going to tell him. Yeah, did I'm Kyle Reese sure. ask for that photo, or was he given it? He like, said he freely. was given it to. Him. Okay, because I was gonna say yeah. like, hey. Can I get a can I get a picture of your mom? Like your my own, your no, Beetlejuice no. Yeah. Get the only picture of your mom. Yeah. Yeah, right? Right. Uh, a little creepy. Yeah. 
So am I remembering correctly, this one was on the list when we had our uh, guest expert on stop motion animation, and this is one we were thinking about using? Was it? No, I don't I think don't, so. I don't know. Nah. Because it would have actually been a pretty good choice. Yeah, I was shocked. I did not remember how much stop motion animation was in this. Yeah. And, and boy, well, was it bad. Actually. <laughs> I disagree. I uh, There was... A, one terrible, terrible prosthetic, or two terrible prosthetics, for sure. But and I think then, Ash is thinking no, about, I'm talking the, about the, the Harryhausen stop- skeleton. Yeah, along. I mean the stop motion they, of the robot. They had to animate without seeing what they were animating. It's really fucking good. <laughs> like Leica has been able to achieve their like CG smooth stop motion because they 3d print them all because they've animated them in cg like yeah it's it's techn- a complete movie in cg before it ever gets wow. for the technology available at this time like this is really good i really liked the the comping like it, yeah sure it, it, i think we've discussed previously you like i think you just hate the harry housen look and I mean, I, it's that's totally it's antiquated at this point like it looks i don't even know what you mean dated. when you say oh, that that, that jerky style is the it's like ray, ray harryhausen was one of the first people to do stop motion and he's famous for his skeleton fight scene is that in jason and the argonauts the... yes oh yeah that one okay but also the and original clash of the titans clash of the Titans. yeah and that's been like that's that whole look entirely has been kind of phased out in animation no one does that anymore because uh, like, the technology, because the technology is so much better. Yeah, since Jurassic I mean, also, Park, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that was the oh, turning point. Yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park was the turning but point. Jurassic Park, they did the stop motion for like the pre-production right. and R and D. I don't think they did stop motion in the actual end feature. No, final feature. They right. didn't. But that was one yeah. of their original Options. plans. Like that's yeah, something yeah. they were considering. Jurassic Park was the groundbreaking film to. To use but, uh, CG for instead of stop motion. I was going to say that if you if you uh, ignore the actual jerky animation, I was actually kind of in love with the comping in this. Mm. Uh, like the really because I saw a really horrible blue screen shot. <laughs> oh, there was uh, was that the fire? No, it's the skeleton. Because I caught one that was off. <laughs> there was the stop motion skeleton chasing them down the hallway, and they reach back to grab a door and close it and they're on blue screen so that the skeleton can be okay, yeah. through the door and they have so much blue screen spill on them and it's like so it's it's such a horrible shot and then it cuts to this like great shot of them closing the door and then another great shot of this puppet that they must have made like the real yes so that that's my point fucking awesome is the puppet was amazing and scary and creepy but cutting from the stop motion thing to the puppet just like it was so obvious every time in my opinion they were like this is that scene in particular totally agree on how rough that hall scene was yeah Uh, but then there were like two or three more comp shots after that where uh it was like I, I thought the the uh, what was it the uh, the balcony fight was pretty mm. good and most of yeah. it was just comped in. Yeah, there was some better comping there for sure. Oh yeah, when he's hitting it with the pipe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm yeah, that's I'm what I was talking about. Go out on the limb and counterpoint this, and and you are going to burst into flames and kill me on the spot. <laughs> but I'm going to say 
I like the stop motion animation. I think it worked and I love the music and I think it worked. Oh man. Okay, well, let's put a pin in the music because I've got a lot to say about that. Okay. <laughs> and let's get back to my point more is is that the the puppet that they made yeah. was so creepy and great yeah. that I just think it was a hundred times better than the stop motion. I think it does kind of distract when your two forms of visual effects are so exactly. different. Exactly. Like if they had just yeah. picked one and yeah. stuck with it, okay. That would have been fine. But the fact that we're going back and forth and the movement is so different, like we go from this jerky stop motion to this like smooth film 24, you know, like it just didn't work for me. It was really obvious and like distracting as opposed to like the whole like end sequence where it's just the puppet and like the sequence where the puppet is fucking crawling to get to her was like that was the only part in the film in my opinion that was scary and i was like that was great like that was awesome and i just wish that they had just gotten a little more creative and just used a puppet for the other shots somehow i think their limitations were that the puppet only looked realistic from the waist up i think it only existed from the waist up yeah, that's that's, that's true. I mean, we saw legs. But, and they we just saw, had a we saw, leg on a stick. It's possible to have made a full skeleton thing. But not to articulate it completely. Like, there had to yeah, be yeah, a, an you, operator to, just below the camera line operating. Yeah. If you noticed, all of the uh, comping that you hated were the full skeleton shots because they couldn't figure out a way to actually have a full thing. But they comped those in, so why couldn't they film a puppet on blue screen and comp him in because they didn't have a full puppet i don't think i think like (laughs) or maybe that even looked worse or like you can see that james cameron got creative with the camera angles and shots towards the end so that they didn't have to use you know a full body my theory about the uh the special effects on this movie is it's you know, uh, this is kind of James Cameron's first real go at something cool. And Piranhas it kind cool. of felt like the rough draft of the much technically much better Terminator 2. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, I think nowadays the standard is pick a, pick an effect style and stick with it. And so everything's all CG or like uh, the Wes Anderson, They're gonna, if they're going to go goofy with it, then it's all, you know, whatever that goofy shit is. Yeah. But like... You know, I think because he took so many chances with mixing styles and stuff, you know, there was stuff that didn't work right in this, but we got such a better final product on his next go around mm-hmm. because of the mixed stuff. Because there's a lot of mixed media stuff in Terminator 2 as well, uh, mm-hmm. but it just worked so much better because I think they only kept what looked good. And it's probably like, you know, budget limitations for sure. But yeah. And, yeah. and that's that's why I'm completely on board with it. I I don't want to contradict anything you said because it's all accurate. But for me, when I see it's very easy to recognize that this movie didn't have the money that they would have liked to have. Mm-hmm. And so I can buy into everything they're giving me here. I think there's very, very haunting music in this. And yes, there's some laughable synth stuff. But if you give it the 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 extra credit that i grant it for being so low budget i think all that stuff works well my issue with the music is i think largely with the mixing of the film 
Yeah, and that was rough. The fact that the the film, the music for the film doesn't sound like it got mixed at all because it all sounds really low. And when it should be ducked up when people aren't talking and like a car chase is happening, it isn't. And it's so low, it's being like drowned out by the sound effects. Mm-hmm. And that was rough. Yeah. Like I think that isn't helping. I think for me, I really liked the Terminator theme. So the the music that would play when it was him, you know, it was like he had that bump, bump, you know, bump, bump theme. I loved that. I thought that was great. Yeah. Simple, mechanical, haunting. Yeah. I love that. But then that. when it got like action chasey stuff and it's just. It that, got like, like Yeah, it was Bryce was saying it's like keyboard cat on the synthesizer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody got a Casio and they're like, look at all these different noises it makes. Boop, 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 bah, bah, bah. you know, like it just it didn't have a melody to it or anything, you know, and I'm okay with it not for the Terminator one, but it just it just wasn't great. I think what's different about this music is that to me it reminds me of old video game music Hmm. which totally built up the tension to me like every time they come in with this cheesy synth music it's when they're like they have an objective which is like to get away from the terminator to hide to you know stop being followed by the cops and then this video game-esque music comes in and like to me it kind of drove home the point like oh they have an objective here and they could die. Yeah, and there's a weird tangible feeling to this movie. And also this thing, it's hard for me to describe, and I don't know if there's even a shared experience here of the movies that would come on Cinemax in the middle of the night that you're not supposed to be watching that Nick. I think have some of, <laughs> well, not not necessarily that. <laughs> um, but a lot of them have that really I bad mean, not always, music. But, you know. And some of the scariest movies of my childhood were these movies that I shouldn't have been watching. And I don't know. It just feels more tangible and real. And I don't know. I think we should talk about the scary factor because as someone who has never seen this movie until now, I'm sorry, but this movie is not scary. Like as far as like my modern day, you know, expectations, not scary at all. It's not like ghost scary, but it is a lot like a slasher film. I didn't feel that way, like at all. Like there was never a moment in the film where I felt like I do when I watch a slasher film or a horror film or even like Alien is a great example where like that film still can like give me chills. This film... I and don't get me wrong, I liked it. I thought it was really enjoyable. I thought it was a great action film and I was totally in and invested like from the first second. Like I think that opening with him killing the punk kids is great and I was like, "Okay, I'm in." I'm just saying it I think because today we see so much action and and stuff like this, like it just doesn't like, I would never describe this movie to someone as a horror film or a scary film. I would just call it an action film. I found myself sliding in and out of that, like, horror movie vibe. And actually, one of the, one of the there was a jump scare that actually was like, it didn't, you know, it didn't, like, scare me or whatever. But I was just like, oh, man, I wasn't expecting that was 
that first time uh, Sarah Connor walks out of her apartment and it's the other dude that's there. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, that was supposed to be like a scare for the Terminator. See, even that shot didn't scare me because I knew it was coming because the way they framed the shot. Much like in the way you would see it coming in any modern slasher flick. I think that's it, they telegraph that intentionally. I mean, usually jump scares aren't telegraphed, and that's the ones that really get you, is they lull you into a sense of security after something just scary happened. They diffuse it. Like, something scary happens, the person the goes to check out, it out, and, and it's like, it's fine. Song. Yeah, and then the jump scare happens. That's the telegraph now. In the yeah, past, I guess so. Was, yeah. <laughs> but, like, where they did yeah. it really well was uh, in the new It film. There's a great yeah, jump still scare. Still haven't seen it yet. Oh, then I won't. I won't spoil it. But there's a great jump scare in that film that you just don't see coming. So for me, the scariness of this movie is a different animal. It's not a jump scare. It's not a, a tension. It's not a you know suddenly I'm frightened, poop in my pants. <laughs> it is a reflection on the the horror of that scenario. Mm. You know, this idea that this, this is your nightmare, right? Because because the robots don't have feelings. Oh, and- <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking even about a I, mean, I think that's a huge part of it. But this post nuclear war that if you stop and let yourself think for a minute about how that sort of stuff could happen. Yeah. Or somebody walking into a nightclub and pulling out a gun and mowing people down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a monster jumping out at you in a movie theater, but it's like, man, that's really, really horrifying and really haunting. I definitely felt the impact uh, of of a few of those scenes. Or like the whole apartment scene. Like, yeah, the apartment scene was a good one. The scene, somebody pull a gun out in a club. I've just seen so many times in films. And that's, I think that's key right there. It's, we are, uh, Desensitized. Desensitized to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And I see this so often in movies where I feel like, man, that would have a lot of impact if I haven't seen that a million times. Yeah. And I really try to put myself in that headspace for stuff like this. I mean, you and Bryce were saying like, God, can you imagine somebody walking into a police station and just shooting people? Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. You know, and clearly they'd never get as far as a robot would, but still that would be a horrifying scenario. And if you let yourself you know, wrap yourself in that actual scenario. I think it's very scary in a different way. The thing that I think is super scary about the Terminator, which I think is my favorite part again at the end where he's like crawling and he's like half a body is this film reminded me a lot of Chucky. And I don't know if you guys have seen Chucky. That's funny. And I mean, you could laugh, but like, honestly, it's super similar. Yeah. Like there's a lot of similarities where there is this killer thing that is not human that is coming after you to kill you and it will not stop. That's that's the key right there. And that monologue that Kyle has in the car, mm-hmm. you know, it will never stop until you're dead. And yeah. there's more to that speech. That's the scary part. And I think in Chucky, if I remember correctly, they even try to melt him or burn him. Yeah. And he still. Well, there's again, like four or five of those movies. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen the first one, okay. but he like at the end, he's like a char, a charred doll that's just like char and black and still crawling after them down the hallway. And I think that's what makes it so scary is this idea like. 
I wished that after he was crushed, his robot hand came back to life and still tried to kill her. Cause like mm-hmm. that would have been an even, you know, that would have been the moment that would have really got me. Uh, you're mentioning other horror movies and now I'm on like a thought tangent of, uh, you asked if there was a horror movie that scared us. Mm. I have a lot of really like nightmare memories from seven. Oh, really? Yeah. That yeah. was a fucked up movie. But I, I know I told Ash and Bryce about this. I don't know if I told you guys, but it's a fairly new movie called Life. Oh, yeah. I need to oh see God, that. Oh, my God. I wanted to see that. It was good? Watch this movie. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I just want people to see it. And I'll say I almost turned it off. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's a good sell. Yeah. There was one that I saw. Oh, Yes, I found it. Uh, the movie The Orphanage from 2007. Mm. It's a Spanish horror film. Oh, my God. Yeah. That movie is fucking creepy. Yeah. That one got me for sure. Just like the creepy child. <laughs> children. <laughs> Ugh, children <laughs> are so creepy. So I wanted to ask what you guys, like if they are remaking this film, who your perfect dream cast would be because i have an the idea Sega dream cast because <laughs> i think the the older sister from stranger things would be awesome as sarah connor oh i mean she hmm. still needs they need to put her back in the oven for a few years she's 20 i looked it up what yeah oof okay <laughs> she's too too scrawny need somebody more buff she could bulk up i think that's what I like about it, though, is that, like, there's the transformation of Sarah Connor's character where she's like, yeah. I can't even balance my checkbook to the end. The end. She's screaming at him, like, get up, soldier. Like, well, to where Sam- in the second movie she is jacked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's super buff. And, and I was watching this thinking, like, wow, the Daenerys Targaryen really does look like her mm. a little bit. Yeah, huh. I guess so. Yeah. I, I don't see that. But but I, I'm not going to say this is my choice. I'm going to say this is what they will do. The Terminator will not be a big muscular Austrian. Mm. You know, it's going to be, you know, it, it, it's going to be uh, like uh, Bill Sarsgaard, you know. Who's that? Uh, Pennywise. Oh. You know, it's going to be a little wiry guy. Hmm. What? Who, He's not a little wiry guy. Isn't he? Have you seen True Blood? I think that's a different Skarsgård. Yeah, uh, this yes, is his yeah. brother. Um, but but the point is, they're going to go with this like uh, blending into a crowd sort of mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. And I I, like, I think that would be a really interesting way to go. Like Stargate? No. What? I mean, I think Battlestar. Yeah, like the Cylons. You know, it's it's not a big scary monster looking guy. It's just somebody who can slip into a crowd it's just a blonde hot chick okay <laughs> no oh, you're, you're saying terminator 3 was just a blonde hot chick no we we're talking about battlestar oh but also terminator 3 <laughs> but also oh, really? terminator 3. I, re- I recall has a lot of your uh much hated sexy fighting oh no oh i don't remember but i believe you sexy fighting. yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like that's not what the terminator does stop oh. it yeah, because I wish that they had played up on that a little bit more because it was really like the um, 
again, I, I found it kind of predictable. It was like the second she started saying her address, I was like, oh, she's telling it to the Terminator. But like, uh, I liked that scene where it's like you see the mom's cabin and the doors shot in and you know he's on the phone so i believe that you knew what was happening in that scene because you already saw that scene in terminator 2 i don't remember ever seeing that scene you you don't have to actively remember it but (laughs) You saw that scene in Terminator 2, and I think that's why it, would, it felt so telegraphed. It felt telegraphed because it literally happened several scenes before where she's telling the Terminator her Through the address. Machine. Yeah, like, yeah. and they set up that he could Do say voices. other voices because he yeah. copied the police officer. I mean, it was pretty... Okay. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't mean to, like, offend you guys. Like, I do think it was a good film. I just think... Like for modern day storytelling, a lot of it was really obvious and like Oh yeah. No, it's it's not you know, like like the the it's not chock full of surprises. No, you know? yeah. I'm not gonna yeah, say it's not also smart. I think a lot of the things that I've found horrifying about some of this, uh maybe it just doesn't affect you that way, which is totally cool. Uh but like that scene wasn't really like about what was going on in the scene it was all about like the the what you don't see like fuck that house is so messed up and like this dude just killed her mom and and i don't care if she's an idiot talking to him on the phone for the second time telling telling him where she is like it was it's a horrifying like murderer thought thing that was going on for me watching that well she didn't know she told him True. Where she was the first time. Right. Yeah. But the thing going through my head was you're a fucking idiot right now. <laughs> it was definitely the thing going through my yes. head. And the other <laughs> thing going through my head was this scene is awesome. So I wasn't it's, getting the like chilling horror thing. I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking awesome. The way they shot it. The fact that she's doing exactly what Kyle told her not to do. Yeah. I don't think it's a case of sloppy writing. I think it's a character thing. She is completely unprepared and naive for this situation. I'm not saying it's sloppy writing. I'm just saying that storytelling, I think, has evolved. And uh, things like that today, like, I think... It wasn't meant to be a surprise. Yeah. But I mean, I I think a lot of the things in this film probably felt more like a surprise at the time that this film came out. And I'm just saying, like, as viewers were a lot more sophisticated and pick up on things now because like brett said we know jump scares because we understand film language and we're like oh okay nothing's there it's gonna be there in a second you know yeah it's just film language that we've learned yeah i think i don't i don't think it's sloppy writing at all yeah i think the movie is actually pretty well written except for that end scene where she's like talking to herself that was pretty awful oh it was to a much lesser extent that exposition thing yeah where a character had to like say some stuff it felt like Like we've got business to take care of it felt like the happy end of blade runner where it's like let's just say all the stuff that we needed to say even though we could have ended the film yeah you know so my other uh pick for casting would be reese witherspoon as reese <laughs> Dumb. So uh, silent, but like menacing. Uh, Tom Hardy would probably be a pretty good Terminator. Oh, you know who else? Yeah, that's interesting. Motherfucking John Ham would be 
horrifying. <laughs> I just watched the episode of Toast of London with John Hamm where he falls in love with John Hamm. I have not seen that. Uh, I haven't seen that. Good. I, I think you're thinking that because of Baby Driver. And yeah. If I hadn't yeah. seen Baby Driver, I'd be like, eh. But yeah, I think that he, would work. He kind of yeah. was the Terminator in Baby he Driver. He was. Uh, with a little <laughs> bit of like a gangster. The the yeah. some of these like car it's chase yeah. scenes like even reminded me of Baby Driver, yeah. where I was the, like, the oh, I can see of it. Yeah, some inspiration, and even there was some shots. Like there's a shot uh, where it looks like it's from Reese's perspective, looking at Sarah, and then it whip pans to the back through the shotgun opened back window and we see the terminator car driving after them like even some of the shots were just i mean james cameron like clearly knows how to shoot car chases why is he not doing this why? Well, he I, is. True lies. Transformers. Oh, no, that's not. That's no, not. No, God no, damn no, it, Brent. No, 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 no. He does no, cool no. stuff like that uh, in True Lies. And... He does yeah, I think car lies. chases was just a phase for him. I mm. Yeah, it feels like he, he like he's like, I want to try a new genre now. But I think yeah. if you're if you're trying to crack the code of like straight recasting of these characters, then that's what they did in Terminator Genesis. Mm. So you had... You know, Daenerys as Sarah Connor and Jai Courtney as uh, Kyle Reese. Wait, so the, 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 I didn't know this, the chick that plays Daenerys is in a current Terminator movie? Yeah, yeah. the newest one. Oh. But one I that think hasn't come out yet or the one that just came out? The one that came out like a year or two ago. But I think if they're doing a whole new reboot, they're going to tweak things. They're going to do things a little bit different. Yeah. It's probably not going to be Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese. Yeah. But- the Hispanic girl from Fast and Furious. I don't, yes. She would be I was going to say that. Oh, yeah. Uh, if she you were going really with good. a straight recast of these characters, yeah, she's she would be great. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. But she's almost too tough, like, already. Yeah. Like, you need somebody who blossoms into that yeah which is why i think that's why i thought of the stranger things girl is because like she's not tough in stranger things at first and then like by the end she's got like a gun and she's like trying to shoot the um yeah i can see the arc so i guess i'll i'll start with my final thoughts which i i think it was probably exactly what i expected um you know i i i guess i kind of like many movies, I wish I could watch it again, you know, as a, you know, 10 year old in the 80s with fresh eyes, not knowing everything I know about, you know, story structure and everything. Yeah, totally. And being haunted by the horror of a post nuclear war and a unstoppable killing machine and all that stuff that now just seems cliche. Yeah. Um, but for as, as I put forth the effort to get past that, I think. It's still a really great movie. And yeah, I was pretty happy with it. What do you think, Sam? I was surprised at how much I liked it again. I didn't remember much the first time around, but I think it's really well written. I totally get the horror thing that you guys were talking about. It's not like a straight horror film, but you definitely see the influence in there. And like, 
that opening scene in the beginning with the music and the credits, like I thought that set the tone for the film surprisingly well. And I really enjoyed it. How much did you hate it, Brett? <laughs> oh, actually, I'm sorry. Real quick, Brett, before you say, this movie felt more like The Running Man, the book, than The Running Man, the movie feels like the book. You know, there's stuff in The Running Man book where they're like out in the world trying to hide because there's something coming after them. Like there's even a, a scene in the book, I think, where he's like hiding in a... Uh, a drainage pipe, which they kind of did in this movie. There was stuff in this that felt like the running man, the book. So you almost kind of sort of got your running man. A little bit, a little bit. Although I didn't read the book and I, I, I'm going to just have to go watch the running man on my own. because I want to watch it. I want to see it. Well, we'll do, we'll do that sometime soon. Movie day. Uh, But this movie I love this movie. I totally get the criticisms about the uh, special effects and even the soundtrack, although I love the soundtrack. Uh, But it's for, I think for like a really, a reason I haven't been able to put together and I've been thinking about it since I saw the scene in the movie, that uh, car chase that ends with them uh, crashing into the wall. Mm -hmm. Um, that was one of those scenes where it's just like, if this wasn't this weird, like, uh, atonal synth madness soundtrack, this would be a totally different scene, a totally different car chase. And it was just like the music that really set the tone for uh, a good section of the movie, but that scene in particular. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, the, it's just a sound of that time period that I, I think it fit pretty well. Uh, also, I totally had the uh, the complete noob to uh, story structure experience with this because this is one of the uh, uh, you know f- five year old Brett uh, hang out with my dad viewings and he's just like Brett Terminator it's an awesome movie uh, fast forward through the sex scene um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the sex scene. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty too long. Bad. It was like I, like if it went on for like four more cuts, it would have been like so an SNL I, sketch of like cutting back and forth between like awkward shots. I was about to say I was cool with the sex scene, and then I stopped and thought, "Am I cool with the sex scene because it's the a sex, sex scene? scene in the substitute was so bad? <laughs> this seemed yeah. like a masterpiece in comparison. <laughs> you can't compare." <laughs> no, I but what was great about it in this movie is that Ash and Bryce have these automated lights oh, in the house. Yeah. And so when that scene came on and they start getting hot and heavy, the lights dimmed and like on their own. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. Like, Alexa like, became self aware and, and like, set a time tone to party. for the scene. It was kind of awesome. It was oh, hilarious. Man. Perfectly timed. Who programmed that shit into your lights? <laughs> it no wasn't one. programmed in. It's self-aware. <laughs> it thought, is Skynet. Skynet is here. Say, I thought robots can't be self-aware. I'm going to start having like uh, uh, 
T- Alexa hooked up TVs that'll start doing that shit on purpose, like changing your ambient lighting while you're watching movies. Like, so it I actually think works. that's already a thing. A thing. Actually, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that anywhere. That's There's, it'll change the lighting actually, for the film so it'll like match. I don't think they do it anymore, but sci-fi was doing it where that's right. It was sci-fi. The yeah. few lights would sync up with a TV show. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst part about that sex scene, I think, was the music. Because, like, finally there's a song with, like, a melody. And it's, like, this super cheesy. Like, that music was so cheesy. I thought it was a a sexy modification of the theme that we've been hearing in the rest of the movie. No. No. Nuh-uh. It was not. It was. It, it, it was like clearly the composer they got was like i can't do this and they like purchased a song that's what it sounded like it didn't sound like it matched the rest of the film at all pond five yeah exactly <laughs> i'm i'm just hearing barry white singing the terminator song right now <laughs> so ash what are your final thoughts on this business um, having never seen it I really enjoyed it actually I thought it was really fun and, and I think what you said is exactly how I felt where I wish I could go back in time and have seen it you know um, when it came out not that I could have because I wasn't born but <laughs> uh, but I think if I had seen it in that time and place, all of the problems I have with it, I wouldn't have problems with. But because I'm seeing it now in 2017, like I have a lot of issues with that music and the um, the effects, the like horrible. <laughs> like Bryce and I just bust into laughter when we saw the prosthetic head for the first time. <laughs> like. Yeah, me and Sam were just like, oh. Yeah, that was so bad. But then there are other times where they actually had the makeup like on his face and it looked good. And so that's kind of like where I'm coming from where there was a mixture of really bad effects and really great effects, especially like considering the time. Like some of the the prosthetics on his face, you know, or even the shot of his hand. That's what I was hoping you'd bring up. Yeah, that like, shot is so cool. That was great. You know, like there's some really good effects in this film. It's just like a mixed bag, unfortunately. And like the the mixed bag of the effects and the just the mute. I found the music distracting because most of the time it didn't really have a melody. It was very like, bar, 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 you know, like just like one note over 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 yeah i mean and so i just it pulled me out of the film and i was really enjoying the film and so i i just think if it was either scored better or mixed better or you know had the better effects um it would be like incredible so i'm kind of excited for the idea of them to remake it because that'd be cool i wish it was like like I went into this hoping it was going to be like Alien as far as like the level of special effects. Mm. And so I'm a little disappointed yeah, that it wasn't money with Alien. Alien level. Yeah. Um but I still really enjoyed it. Like the I think the plot of the film is really interesting and like there's never a second in the movie where I was bored, which was great. You know, like that's that's the ultimate like 
sin you could make in filmmaking is that you made somebody bored. So I think. Yeah. And how old is this? Because we've seen a lot of movies from, you know, 20. How how old is this? This is like 20 something. 33 years. 33? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. And we've seen a lot of stuff. I mean, unless I'm as bad at math now as I was last episode. (laughs) Yeah. Don't check me. No, I think you're right. Like none of that was in here. Yeah. And it, it's really the, the um, you know, it's Sam brought this up with the music, but it's also just with the pacing of the film. Like, it's like they get to these points where it's like, oh, we got to outrun the Terminator. And it's like perfect, like ebbs and flows of action spikes throughout the film. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I thought there's a lot of like really great creative camera shots, like just that. That shot of uh, where we see the door, we like pan from the fireplace to the door burst open to the phone to the Terminator when he's impersonating her mom. It's just like that whole shot told us a story without having to show us the actual scene, which was like awesome. Yeah, Right on. I think, I mean... I don't remember that much about Terminator 2, and I know everybody says it's the better one, but like, I might like this one better. I think that they're both excellent movies. I think a lot of the things you didn't like about this one don't exist in the second one. Mm-hmm. Like all of the bad graphics that I can remember. But the all plot, of that happened in this. The plot of this one was so good, though. And I feel like... That I, and I don't really remember again, but like this whole idea of the Terminator being a good guy, and like the cheesy thumbs up while melting thing, like the small things I remember oh, sound sound kind of cheesy. The second one, I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it has some goofy shit in it. Yeah, but it has plenty of great shit. Good stuff. To make well, I'll have to it. go back and rewatch it. I liked how serious the plot was in this. We were we kind of made comments throughout the film, like. Wow, that's a really solid setup to a movie. So yeah, it's fun. It's a, it's amazing what they did to do a sci-fi premise. I think you said this in the beginning with such a small budget. It is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. It also almost reminds me of um, Primer. Oh, I've never where seen Primer. Very high concept shit that does not cost a lot of money to put on screen. Yeah. That movie hurts my head to watch. Yeah. But it's brilliant, high concept shit. That's a fucking trip, man. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. All right, so that is the Terminator. Thanks for uh, joining us for that. Yeah, if you liked the episode, this show is part of the Last Dash TV network of content. We've got uh, the podcast and a YouTube channel where we've got a drinking show and a cooking show, uh, video game parodies, and lots more fun stuff. Yeah, and you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Last Ash TV on Twitter, or you can also follow us on uh, uh, this podcast at Let's Rewatch on Twitter, where we do polls. So you guys chose this movie. So thank you. And sorry, Brett, again. For- I really want to watch The Running, Running Man. <laughs> Someday. Someday. And I really want to watch The Matrix. And. And I really want to watch Mean Girls. Me too. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dragonheart. Oh, I do want to watch Dragonheart too. I really want to watch Beetlejuice. I won. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, if you enjoyed our podcast, please give us a review on iTunes or Google Play Music. We really like your feedback. Yeah, and super thanks to uh, our fan and uh, guest, Patrick Edwards, for leaving us a rad review. Oh, well, thank you personally thank you. on the show if you leave us a review. Yeah. Aww. So thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. And we know he listens, too. Hopefully. Hopefully he's listening. Patrick? Patrick, where'd you go? If, if he's going to listen to one, it's going to be Terminator. So That's thanks true. for listening, Patrick. So apparently uh, he's disowned all of you except for me because you guys don't like Blade Runner. So sorry. Ow. I still like Rough. you, Patrick. I can't believe. Sure, I'll get over it. Just side tangent. I can't believe that you guys like the music in this film and you didn't like the synth music in Blade Runner. It Seriously? Had all of the things that I complained about in Blade Runner. The, uh, different. Yeah, it did have it, all the things. All the things you said you hated in Blade Runner are in this that's movie. That's not true. No, no, it's the opposite. What, Blade what, Runner was, was single the, note drone music and this was many, many notes. Just, <laughs> but they were all look, the same note over and over just again. Just look at the beat per minute on the two different scores. <laughs> the Blade Runner, beat per minute, one. I think the difference is the year it's set in. Like that's supposed to be future time, so it just makes it feel like not the future. Like this is like, nah, this shit's going down in the 80s. Mm. It's believable. I think the music in this movie was measured in beats per minute, and the music in Blade Runner was measured in minutes per beat. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. All right, take us out, Nick. Oh, did Ash already do her summary part? Yes. Were you listening to me? Not really. Just blacked out again? So, as always, make sure your podcast feed is up to date and tell all your friends. We'll be back in another two weeks for another episode of Let's Rewatch. Yeah, next time we're going to watch Please Don't Eat My Mother. Oh, God. What? It's kind of like Terminator, but I guess it didn't either. 